Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Welcome citizens, New Amsterdam Radio starts now. Global voice, of course, just rocking with you. And I understand there are literally hundreds of millions of podcasts out there, but I'm always so glad when you tune into this one, when you tell me your ideas, uh, either on Instagram at New Amsterdam or on Twitter at New underscore Amsterdam. It means a lot to me because it's really about growing. It's really about giving a platform for other creatives to share their stories. And today's guest does that and more. Marcus Carter is an amazing man, but as for why, I'll get to that in just a second. Just want to say, if you haven't already, make sure you join the Boisterous crew. That's what we call our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Global Boys. And there's a lot of stuff that's there. All of my guests on New Amsterdam Radio, the numbered episodes, I have show notes for. I have exclusive shows like Flobito's Book Club or the comedy version of Flobo Salt on Netflix, where I talk about the comedy specials. I get you my opinion as a stand-up comedian about these specials or variety shows or anything like that. And more. We're talking about the gig blog, photo galleries, all good stuff. Support the arts. Support the homie on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Flobo Voice. We call it the Boisterous Crew. But my guest is Marcus Carter. Here is somebody that has so many slashes, uh, whether you think of him as a family person or a businessman or a consultant, does it all. And be able to sit with him just to pick his brain a bit about what does it mean to build wealth? What does it mean to not only build something for yourself, but for others so they can reach their financial goals? It's just one of the more refreshing conversations I had in a long, long while. Let me know what you think of this episode. Email me at info at newamsterdam.com with your comments. I'll definitely might read some on the air. Without any further ado, here's my chat with Marcus Carter. Uh, welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. It is I, the mayor of Global Boys, in the mayor's office, doing the early work because projects never sleep. I'm being joined by Marcus Carter, who is doing a lot for Black Wealth in the Black Wealth community, and I have a lot of questions for him. Marcus, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. I think I'm doing better than you based on uh, the time zone. Uh, <laughs> super looking forward to getting into the show. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you for providing the platform. Uh, I consider my work similar to yours as far as providing a platform to help people create a life of their own design. So I always like to say thank you for that. And like we just talked about before, you're going to hear me say this about 20, 25 times during the interview. I make it my business to connect with people like yourself because I look at you as the proper way to connect with my audience. So we get, I get some out of it. You get some out of it. Uh, check you out. I checked out your archive. I, th- I think it's about to go down. I think we're about to have a good time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yo, it's 8 o'clock in the morning here on the West Coast. It's early. So if I'm going to blame myself for this one because I woke up half an hour ago like, yo, why did I wake up? Why did my body tell me? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's talk off the top. Uh, BlackWealthBuilder.org, the website, a lot of resources there. Like, what was the, the main idea for getting this website off the ground? What were you looking to achieve? I was looking to kind of insert myself to make it my business to the impact I want to I want to leave. 
um, like yourself, and we probably gonna get into it during the interview. I got uh, hats, I got I got hands and cookie jars all over the place. Uh, most notably, real estate as an author, uh, as a mentor, as a TV personality. I do a hell of a lot of public speaking, small business consulting, and you get to the situations, a lot of things that we're dealing with in this country, and you get older, and you're like, okay, how am I? How do I put all that together in a way that I feel like can help others? Like, how do it make sense to explain to them that I did music or I wrote a book? Um, yeah. And really, the Black Wealth Builder is my attempt to make it my business to what I think is going on out here, ways that I think I can be effective, ways that I can help others be effective. So a lot of people that listen to the show, New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creative things and doers, put a plug in there, do a lot of things. And, and you do a lot of things, too. And, and that's a, a fantastic spirits to go the renaissance man the polymath whatever have you but like there's a lot of things that you decide to go into what draws you doing so many different things and so many different things in commonly well well if you're making something your business or to me any endeavor that you take on it needs to be based in more or less like a childish curiosity especially with what's going on in the world right now, specifically in the United States, that when you wake up in the morning and you don't feel like going to work, like, what would you do? Like, if if, if you make $100,000 a year and you want to say, hey, I want to take life by the horns, I want to have it be more based on what I would like it to be based on, how do I replace this? How do I replace the funds? How do I replace the time, replace the lifestyle? And starting to treat it like a business. Um, and taking on that, me personally taking on that responsibility where like in this specific case, in this individual case, this is me making it my business. I'm taking on the responsibility. I want to be the one that shares this information with my community in a more digestible form. Well, like it's not a, a conversation just for creatives. It's just a conversation that we have. Hey, you got this idea. You got this skill set. This is how you can leverage it. This is how you can monetize it. This is how you can treat it like your career, but not just um, how you feel about it. But hey, man, this is how you get that LLC. This is how you go get that EIN, start that business bank account. This is how you can leverage that into a small line of credit. This is how you can turn this into a real estate portfolio and really making it tangible, like make it a business, treat it as such. So I learned the the hard way and easy way over the last year uh, with the pandemic. You know, I was a stand-up comedian, and 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 it was okay. But the world came in and said, okay, Yo, "Come man, on, man! Like you just—it's been too. I just found out about your music career. You're the stand-up yeah. comedian. Like you, the pop, you the jack of all trades over there, man. I, I mean, I dabble. I, I dabble. <laughs> like, this, this, this is you can make a good point. This is my question, though, because like, because over the past year, I had to like basically make my business legitimate. Because I say it wasn't legitimate, but I'm like, yo, it's legitimate. But like, actually, like uh, incorporate, or in my case, a DBA, because of the pandemic and and the the funds that were uh, available for uh, small business owners. But I felt there wasn't enough resources about how to do that, especially contextualized content. I feel like it's out there, but it's in a book that is like unattainable. So the question I have for you, man, there is a lot of um, nobleness to it, of, of trying to reach out to a certain community and say, hey, look, this is how you do it. This is how you have the roadmap and the plans. But I, there's some people who say, yo, the game is to be sold, not told. Like what, what made you go, you know what, this is something of responsibility. We have to share this information within this community. Because the, the misinformation and lack of information 
that is what we're up against. Because mm-hmm. when we, I don't meet people that wake up and say, hey, I want to be regular. I'm cool <laughs> making 50 grand a year, struggling, making sure my kids got up, wondering if they're going to be all right. No, they were like, if it was up to me, I would be doing this. Uh, I would have time for this. I would get more, I would be more involved in politics and parenting and my community if I had more time, if I had the resources. So full transparency, I went through the full black male knucklehead phase. Are you talking to a felon? You talking to a recovering alcoholic? Talking to uh, two kids? Didn't even understand the concept of being a father, but I still got them them voices in my head saying, hey man, it's more. You don't want to just struggle forever. And having to pull myself out of certain situations, like find out like, hey, yeah, I can do that. That's not a hindrance to, to stop me from doing that. As a felon, I can still do this. As a, um, get my real estate license, get my real estate broker license. I can still educate myself on things. And my biggest, um, probably my, my strongest suit, this little gift for gas thing, just being able yeah. to have a conversation illustrate a point like you can't really box that in or create a barrier of of entry to that only i can do that so look bro getting to a point where that was all that was left i had a gift for gab and i got a passion for telling people my story and then saying hey man we could just do this we can mobilize in this way and then looking at our situation but treating it like a business we we treat our businesses sometimes, and then our situations that we're dealing with, like it's a lemonade thing. Okay. It's like, uh, we ran out of ice, I'm gonna just go in the house or I'm gonna take a nap. Can you imagine going to the bank to pull some money out and the bank closed because the person was having a rough day and they needed to go home at lunchtime? <laughs> right. Well, like you treat it like a business and, and, and incorporate those concepts to shorten that gap so black wealth or financial literacy isn't mythic or an urban legend or yeah man i love if we got there no it's just okay i'm gonna establish it this way fill out this form if somebody asks me about my business i'll properly give them my value statement um if they want to check me out here's my website here's my financials and make it your business yeah yeah, I, I've I've heard a, a common thread between those that push themselves in that way. They say, "Hey, look, you are the CEO. If if you were the the, the board of trustees, you would have certain expectations for a company, have certain expectations for yourself." But as someone who does so much, I mean, you just mentioned it there. I mean, real estate investor, like educator, there's a gift for gab kind of person. Like, how do you balance it all? How do you keep from burning out? How do you recharge? How do you make sure that you have still the human element in that business world? And you know this probably better than I could. Like, that's the most difficult part. So, you know, you go through a period of life where <clears throat> people know you as a rapper. And you go through a period of life where maybe it's lower and they, they probably look at you like you're a book. Mm-hmm. Then you go through another period of life where, okay, now I'm a public speaker. And then you go through another period of life where, like, now I'm an author. And then you go through another period of life where now I'm a real estate broker and I want to show you how to start your portfolio. And yeah, that was difficult because you want to look professional as a real estate broker. So you don't mention that, like, hey, my mixtape is still on that pivot. You can't really mention that. But as you go further, I think as you get real specific in what you feel like your value offer is, or like doing on your show, when you learn that I do real estate, that's all over the place by how me and you might connect. You know, it's like, right. hey, man, you, you do music, I do music too, and understanding my audience. 
my audience is encouraged by the fact that like, hey, I did a lot of different things and like I'm yeah. pulling it together. How I'm talking to you is my attempt to put it together. Well, like, hey man, I want to be able to say this mixtape wasn't an example of who I am. It's an example of how I attacked in an idea, how I attack uh, pulling information out of my head and making it tangent. That particular case, it was over a beat. When I talk to you about real estate and I give you a wealth building plan, that's the same thing as a verse. I mean, you could take this house, we put this much into it, then you could sell it, then we can leverage that into a multi-unit where like now you're, you're doing, you're cash flowing $4,000 a month on a half a million dollar asset. And as a verse. So yeah. now my background helps me because I, I had a lot of examples where I started something and I finished it. I started something and I finished it. And that more or less is, is success as opposed to specific moments. An yeah. example, success is a habit. Yeah, that, that, dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just dropped balls about how to flip a unit, bro. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I mean, I still rent in my apartment in LA, but someday, <laughs> and what I do, I'm gonna go back and listen to this one. Like, yo, he was right all along. You right. Uh, so, so when you're not working, uh, wh what do you do for fun? What do you do to hang out? What do you do to off off the business mind? Like, what makes you Marcus? I think at that point, I get real, real regular. I tell my daughter all the time that I'm domesticated when I'm off the clock. And like I enjoy kind of just laying there and not doing nothing at that point. Um, but uh, that's playfully. But like, seriously, that's where uh, the enthusiasm and, and the excitement come from. What I do for a living is the stuff I do after work. You know, what I do after work is sit and I'm like, hey, man, I'm a, I would write a book about this and uh, story would go like this and uh, I think I'm gonna start a company that focuses and teaches people and educate them on real estate that's what I do after work I daydream about stuff like that and uh yeah. work on in life making when I wake up to go to work that I get to work on stuff like that that's what I was daydreaming about yesterday and again if you're making it your business make it your business right you you build a way to be able to do that every day well like I am rent still gotta get paid I expect a certain type of, I'm not rich but I expect a certain type of lifestyle. How can I support myself as I grow in this way? And that's the business of it. And it takes time and you make the sacrifices. Hey, that aspect of life got to go. This one needs to stay. This one needs to be promoted more. How the hell do I get on New Amsterdam? You got to come down <laughs> to the hard, the hard, the hard questions you got to answer. Yeah. You make me sound like I'm like Oprah or something. <laughs> yo, yo, how can I get on this podcast? It's been on for three years. Hey, if you're not, if you're not gonna treat it like you're an Oprah, I'm treating it like I'm an Oprah. <laughs> you just you Oprah for the day. I'll, yo, I'll take it, man. I'll take it. I, I ain't mad at that. Uh, so, so, yo, you mentioned that you write, and let's talk about the book, The Black Wealth Commandments. I saw that and I was like, okay, the biblical title. So this must be like the, the God upon God. Talk, talk to me about this one. Like I said before, it takes a lot for someone to say, I have knowledge. And it takes another kind of person to say, I have knowledge. I'm willing to share it. What's the book about? What are you looking to achieve? I cannot start the explanation without a cheap rap cliche. This is the realest thing I've ever wrote. And if you that it's not real unless you put that on, it is the real thing I ever wrote. Um, but now to everything that you've been talking about, like how do you put all this stuff together? Um, getting old, starting to think about legacy, like when it's all done, what do I want to be remembered for? What do I want my contribution to be? And I've been sharing all my life. 
Like my degree is in theater. I've, I've, I gravitated towards music. I gravitate towards things where I get to share, have conversations and, and, and get new experiences. I gravitate to problems and figuring out if I could solve them. Um, and when I think about how I want to be remembered or how I want to count, I want to take on this beast out there that we're dealing with in this country. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to take on a particular person. I want to take on the concept of black wealth. I want to be remembered as the David versus Goliath that tried that. And I have experience in it. You know, I'm not only a member, I'm a president, but uh, client after client, success story after success story. We've done $9 million in the last five years did $4.5 wow. million dollars just this year alone. And again, that's not money in my pocket. That's the money I've generated for my clients. Uh, them doing real estate, them doing their businesses, and that's how I track my stuff. You do good? I mean, I did good. I mean, some of this, this mumbo jumbo I'm talking about is that <laughs> some merit to it, you know? Well, like you treat it like a business, it will pay you back, and you can create a life of your own design. So putting that all in a book where all of it sounds good. We all look at rich dad, poor dad, but it don't really address while I'm trying to do that, what it feels like when I walk into city hall to fill out LLC paperwork, but I feel black. Um, it don't really address that when I'm trying to start a business in my community, uh, we talk to be producers and the only thing that we're really consuming in our community is a, a liquor store, a currency exchange. So when I'm starting my when I'm starting my business and Rich Dad Poor Dad told me to just feel good about it or um, look at it this way, they're not taking into account what I'm dealing with. So the the book is really attempt to put the age old wealth strategies that we all know in a perspective and articulate it in a way for our community yeah. and erase the old foundation. Observe that there is one create a new one, but tangibly give information, not just motivational, but the whole back end of the book is go to this website, fill this out. This is how you go do this. This is what you fill out if you want to do this. this is, these are the questions you want to ask yourself if you're considering should you quit your job or not. These are things you might want to consider. But we take it out of a motivational or creative concept and we make it a more of a lifestyle choice. Hey, I want more control. Um, I'm a, you you see me? I'm rambling. Like no, I, you're not rambling. I mean, it's, it's definitely the roadmap. I mean, roadmaps take a lot of time to explain because a lot of times, if you have a definitive guide, which I, I assume you think that, or you're looking for black wealth commandments to be, and that's what I think it is. A lot of times, information goes over people's heads, and they go like, "Oh, okay, whatever, man." But if you take the time to write that down, like you were saying, I'm sure it's one of those things that will come back to you later, like a Bible where it's like, oh, this makes sense to me now personally because I'm doing this. Or, hey, this makes sense to me on my journey now because I'm, I'm thinking about starting that. So you're not rambling at all. I just like the fact that you thought ahead, you future-proofed it, I guess. <laughs> and to that point, you, and you understand it too as a person that kind of, you MC this platform. So you control mm -hmm. the flow on that expressway where, when you say future proof, it, the future proof I'm going to like, hey, I understand my audience. I understand that I'm presenting some information that to where we come from, people are just gonna say, oh, buddy on the lip, brother might have a lip, or how we can get some money. But like, hey, that is who I'm talking to. People that think in that way, well, like, oh, how do I make the information, information where it's not in an encyclopedia? Well, like, hey, you can check out the new Amsterdam podcast and you can get an idea on what I'm talking about. And then you come, self-selected and that's and I say that to 
shameless plug, the Black Wealth Commandments. Like, um, people don't come to me and say, hey, do this for me. They come to me, we see if we have a synergy, <clears throat> and then we decide to work together. Like, I'm like the Marines. I'm only looking for the strong, only looking for the few. Where we're at, where we're at in this cycle or this war that we're in right now, we need soldiers, bro. So everybody's, we're too early. We don't have a plan to just be like, okay, it's mass produced. Everybody come get on to this. You get like Oprah, you get a car, you get money, you get a business, you get a business. Right now, it's particular people that need to understand that mindset that I'm looking for. And usually those are creative people that already started their business. They understand that they're in a the fight every day and they're looking to accumulate resources, things to automate the process so they can reach more people, make it a business. Um, and to those people, I, I, I would like to be a lighthouse, same way you do with your show, somewhere where they can come, they can get resources, information, they can get community, and they can feel at home as we go out there and do this work of changing this place, changing the whole world. If someone's listening right now and they're like, man, okay, I, I feel motivated, but all right, I, I, I bought the book. It's being shipped to my house in about four days because I didn't get the Amazon Prime. <laughs> what, what's something they can do today to start building their wealth? Like today, like right now, today, if they got like $20 in, the, in their pockets, what can they do to start their wealth building their wealth? Um, to be honest with that, most of them already have. The people that's going to get the most out of my book, um, we're in a tremendous opportunity time if real estate is the way you would like to go with it. So I'm blowing up because it seems like everybody that I know got a PPP loan last year. They're walking around with $30,000, dollars $50,000. And like I say, I've never had a conversation with somebody that didn't want to explore real estate. But when I get to the part where it's like, hey, man, if you really wanted to get into something, it might cost forty, fifty thousand dollars dollars $50,000. Before the pandemic, I had made my job. Hey, how do I go get some forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 for the people so they can just say yes because nobody seems to say no. So I was already riding high with like, hey, I found a way to create that upfront fund so people can't get started. Yeah. And then the pandemic happened and they had the money anyway. So you get all of these people that to get it, they already have an LLC. They already have an EIN. They already have a business bank account where my business kind of blew up because I was just what you did next. Because the only thing I really need to get started with a person is the stuff you had to do to get the PPP loan. So I need to just start a conversation with like, now that you've done that, okay, what's your business credit score? Let's take that further. And people are amazed to know where it's like, all right, um, how do I turn 20 into 50 with just signature? And it's simple stuff like, okay, you got a business bank account, you got money in your personal account. Um, let's say you take that 20,000 in your business account, Send 10000 to your personal account. Just transfer it. And then most of these banks, they have a bill payment feature where you can go in your personal bank account, make a bill out to yourself. They send a check. So you do that for two, three months. Let's just say you do it for five or $6,000 a month. At the end of that three months, you got three months of bank statements that say you have a business that generates $6,000 a year. You bring me that, I can get you twenty-five dollars to a $50,000 business line of credit. So if you did enough to just get the business going, I can take simple stuff like what happened with the pandemic, turn that into a, a jumping off point for you to do more business, put more into it. And now maybe we're starting to talk about, can you quit your job? Can you invest in real estate? But you didn't trade time for dollars. We did that by turning it into a business, 
coming up with a wealth strategy that works for you that's taking advantage of the resources that's already at your disposal. Not creating a situation where like, yeah, this would be cool six months from now if you do this. What can we do tomorrow to get this ball rolling? And a lot of people are way further along than they think. But yeah. that's what we're fighting against. It's, when they say systemic racism, you got to fight it with a systemic response. Now, we Ooh. keep fighting it with an emotional response. And it's like, no, it needs to be a business. It needs to be systemic. We need, like, the goal of the Black Wealth Builder is to create and fund a million Black businesses by the year 2030. And believe it or not, we're on pace, even from a grassroots standpoint. And that's what we need to fight, what's going on right now. We need resources. We need a million millionaires. So when we come up with the plan, we can fund it. Mm. You know? Um, and I want to be the start of that. If not, be a seed, be the person to start the conversation. I need a person to come after this and say, hey, I read the book, and after reading it, I took that, and then I really figured it out. And I was just a piece of it. I'm cool with that, but I want to start that conversation again, like you say, with tangible stuff, not just motivational stuff. Oh, step one, elevate your company. Dang. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I, I love some oversimplification, but yeah, you're right. I do, I do feel that there's some, there's some merit into understanding what you have, even if it's relatively small uh, and compared to like Apple and Amazon and deciding, okay, I want to build on to what I have. And it, it th there is a bit of pride there. There is a bit of like, a, you know, I made this money. I can make more. But, you know, if you ask for resources, ask for help, you can find a way to make that work for you. So you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Capitalizing more or less, even again, you really, to me, are like the signal post or the, the, the target ideal client. Somebody that's already found ways to leverage their passion to the point they live off of it um, and they create the lifestyle that they want based on that. And like I said, most people are so much further along than they get themselves credit for. Well, really, my business is just saying, how do you turn that side hustle legit? Most of my stuff is just like, okay, take what's in your mind and now we're just going to put it on this piece of paper, which the bank calls a cash flow statement. But it's just something we're doing all along. So it's really uh, organized effort. I would like to organize people's effort. But they're already doing the work. Yeah. It, it, the book is out now, I believe, right? The Black Wolf no, Command. No, no it's, it's, still, it's still too special for everybody right now. Oh! Um, <laughs> no, but again, this is something that needs to be self-selected. Um, it's ready for... It was created to be consumed by the masses. But again, I'm not at a point where I'm Walmart where I could just put a circular out and the people that need to get it, get it. I kind of need yeah. testimonials and success stories. So again, more or less the entrepreneur that's kind of already going. What's happening right now is I'm releasing the Black Wolf Commandments early. Mm -hmm. And again, it's really more so just a filter. Hey, this is what we're talking about over here. If some of this is ringing a bell, then you can kind of proceed forward because wealth isn't measured in money or the volume is measured in time. I'd rather say yours. Hey, this is what we're talking about over here. Come check this out. Um, if you like what we're talking about, check out a little bit more. Here's the book. Here's more information. But it kind of all starts at these commandments because I think we need to build a new foundation. So you got essentially a beta test. You got case studies happening then with, with other clients. Like you said, I'm still in your future tested. I like that. I like that phrase. Like it is future tested where again I'm anticipating I've been with my audience for six or seven years. They've been with me for longer than that. And if I'm serving my audience, 
I know if I walk up and say I got a book called The Black Wolf Bible, I know what they're going to ask me after that. I know how they're going to validate it. So I'm prepared for my audience and their responses. They're going to be the jump off to, I am diabolically trying to create a way where like, I can just go on the street corner and say, hey man, if we do this, it applies to everybody, no matter your education level, age, anything like that. If you apply these things to the work perfectly, that's the goal. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's a select few. I'm looking for you so we can like build this army and infect our own people so we can change things. Yeah. Well, well uh, hopefully that works out for you. But that aside, 2021, <laughs> is, well, I, I know it's going to work out for you. I'm not going to worry about it. But I'm, I'm looking about you as a person, as a brand, as, as, as part of the vision and mission. Uh, what do you plan to do with over the next year, next five years? What do you want your legacy to be now if this were to be successful in addition to other things? Um, I mean, speaking candidly, this is my own selfish attempt to be my own Michael Jordan. Like, this is the yeah. Michael Jordan I've created for myself and my own man. Like, hey man, that's making it to the NBA for me. If I'm walking yeah. around saying that, like, hey man, 200,000, a quarter million businesses I helped start, get funded, they got rolling, and you know, eventually I want a community center in my name, a street in my name, something that allows my name to be remembered. Well, most of us creative egomaniacs are actually seeking that we don't usually admit. But underneath it, it is selfish. I want to see myself as a person that was a significant part of positive change. Yeah, it's, it is funny how, like, there is, there is that, uh, um, that desire to help others. You're like, you know what, there is a fulfillment in doing that. You know, I mean, I think that sets the part. You're not, you're not looking necessarily for praise necessarily, but if someone goes, oh, man, you changed my life, allow me to thank you. It's like, yes, <laughs> I accept that. <laughs> and to me, that comes with, that came with age, because really is just admitting that, and I'm looking for a feeling that we probably can't describe, but how you guys would describe it is the feeling a person gets when a person walks up to you and say, hey, you helped me on my journey, bro. I don't know specifically what the word is, but you guys describe it in that way. Same way I look at money, where it's like, now I ain't trying to get a certain amount, but you guys seem to measure success in money. So we'll, uh, I'll go with that language. I need to have things and live a particular lifestyle to be able to represent in a way and a language that you understand. And that's a, a understanding of my audience. My audience, they'll probably want to have a matrix conversation with me about what I think life entails. Um, they're rather, they're rather, when I explain to them what I'm trying to do, it's like, hey, man, I want people to remember my name in a positive way. That's all that, that makes more sense to them. Yeah. And if you got to go to the Matrix, man, you know, take, take a GoPro <laughs> with you. I just want to see what it looks like <laughs> on the inside. Uh, Marcus Carter, thanks so much yeah. for being on the show today. I appreciate you, man. If, if anyone wanted to, to read up on you or to learn more about you and your projects, how they go about doing that? Well, first and foremost, they need to check out this episode of New Amsterdam. That's the place <laughs> to start if you want to check me out. Now, after you do that, or once you watch it and you see my social media handle at the Blackwell Builder, um, you can find me there, social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram. That'll take you to my website where you can learn more about what we're doing. You can download a free copy of the Black Wolf Commandments. You can get updates on exactly when the book drops. We're doing it. We're doing it real big. So we're doing an audio book. We're doing a big book release, and a, a lot of it is tied to getting out in the community with these small business owners and showing them, hey, man, it's an avenue for you to get your money up, get your resources up, and legitimize that side hustle 
So it's really going to be, the success is going to be measured is when you hit my social media and it's, I'm just pounding you with success stories, people, people, businesses that are just growing, growing and growing. And they like, hey, yo, go help me out. It's because of the book. This one of people going to talk. And that's what I'm excited about. Well, like I completely yeah. want the response of it to be how it's judged, not necessarily the content. I just want the content to be a conduit. Well, content with the conduit, man. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I want to see how this book plays out. I'll be, I'll be lurking on those websites, being like, "Yo, how, how's it doing?" I'll be a fan. <laughs> no, I'm gonna create a fake account and then come do, come do another show, and I'm just be like, "Hey, I heard about this guy named Marcus, and I'm gonna just see." see how you, but all things aside, before we get out of here, again, I want to say thank you for the platform. All my clients, all the people that's doing what I'm doing, they're looking for people like yourself to be able to get that message out there, and you're doing it in a real specific way. Um, and I don't, I don't think you know how hard it is to find a platform for people like us. And I'm like, hey man, I want to tell everybody I was on that show because that show is this type of show that talks about in a way that I want to talk about what we need to talk about, and it ain't a lot of y'all, boss. Yo, man, it thanks, man. Dude, you making me cry, man. That's real. I appreciate it. Real is what we want to hear, man. Thank you so much. New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast. Thank you to us. Until next time, this is Little Boys, the mayor. <laughs>so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.